Hello, everybody. How are you doing? Yes, I am back. This is S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast, episode number four zero zero four hundred. You daggone right. And you know what? I'm just going to get to it, okay? Because I've been gone for a little while, taking care of some business. I'm back now, baby. Let's just jump right into this, folks. I just want to talk about living vicariously. Now, a lot of us actually do that. I'm not going to say that I don't do it. I've done it too. I've lived vicariously through other people. You know, I used to, you know, when Prince was alive, even now when I listen to his music, he's my favorite entertainer, my favorite musician, my favorite singer. And even now when I listen to his music, which I do every day, you know, I imagine myself ripping those guitar solos or playing piano or jumping off a piano and doing splits and singing and all of that crap. I can't do any of that stuff. I'm a comedian and a podcaster. I can do comedy. I can podcast. Can I play an instrument while doing a split? Absolutely not. But I live vicariously through those skills. And I think everybody does that. You do the same thing when you see an actor or an actress or you see a, a an athlete that does some something that you wish you could do. Dunk the basketball, you know, shoot a three, hit a home run, kick a goal, right? Score a goal in a hockey game, right? Maybe it's a scientist that invents something. Maybe you want to be Elon Musk. You want to do all that. Maybe you want to be somebody who's doing some big things and you're not necessarily doing a big thing on that scale. And you sit back and you live vicariously through that person and if it's on a light level if it's on the light level it's cool i don't really want to play guitar like that and jump off and do splits and stuff like that while singing songs i don't really want to do that it's just a nice little fantasy that i have occasionally but i've seen people take it to the extreme i mean the extreme extreme i've seen people get into fist fights at bars because they disagreed on a song one person was a big fan of the song and the singer and another person thought the song and the singer absolutely sucked under normal circumstances a rational human being who just liked the artist but wasn't willing to get into a on the ground pick up a chair hit each other in the face with heavy objects fight over a song that neither one of them wrote or get pro proceeds from would just go hey eh, you know you know every song is not for everybody and they'd go about their business, but not these two knuckleheads. They're beating each other's behind, punching, kicking, stomping, kicking, and punching. Why? Because one liked a song and one didn't. Those two dumb bastards. But if you really think about it, don't we live vicariously through our home teams? Maybe our football team? You see somebody in a jersey from the opposing team? Or even worse, Someone from one of the hated rivals. Oh, you like another team of people that don't know you exist, huh? Well, I like this team of people that don't know I exist. Let's assault each other because of something stupid like that. It's dumb. But we do live vicariously through people. It's okay to be inspired by somebody. It's okay, right? Like I said, I was inspired by my favorite entertainer, Prince. He was super talented and still worked harder than most people. You should be inspired by that. They have all that talent and still work that hard, right? Same thing with Tiger Woods. All that talent and still work that hard, you know? That should tell you something. 
right? Because most people aren't as talented as those people and they worked hard. So doesn't that mean we should also work hard? Instead of, instead of living vicariously through what they did, we should look at their inspiration and go, hey, maybe I should maximize myself, but <laughs> nah, forget that. I'm just going to live through them. Say you have a neighbor that lives next door to you. You like the person, but you're not close friends. You walk in and out of the house. You say hello to them. They say hello to you. Everything's cool, right? You like them a little bit. But if somebody trashed them and said that they suck, would you defend them? You actually know this person. This person actually knows you. The people on the football team don't know your punk ass. You're going to get into a fight over them. But what about the neighbor? Would you defend the neighbor? Would you roll around on the ground if somebody said that your neighbor was a piece of crap? No, why? Because there's nothing to you really special about your neighbor. You can't live vicariously through your neighbor. How are you going to live vicariously through somebody who's living in your neighborhood, lives right next to you in a house just like yours, which obviously means most likely you make roughly the same amount of money. You ride driving a, you ride on a RAV4, he rides in a Honda CRV. The cars cost almost exactly the same thing, that's shaped the same way, and his wife looks just like your wife. Wait a minute, I think that is your wife. Oops, that's a different podcast. Ha! Just kidding. Back to what I was saying. But you can't live vicariously through that bastard. Now, it's not always on a large scale where we're talking about superstar singers and athletes and things of that nature. Sometimes we live vicariously through someone we actually do know because they have, they do, or they are something that we're not. And I saw that happen to someone I know who shall remain nameless, who was living vicariously through someone else that we both know who shall also remain nameless. And the reason that one person was living vicariously through the other person, both of which shall remain nameless, because one of the people who's being lived vicariously through was now dating and married to an extremely attractive lady. His new wife, his new wife, and what she was, was she was a beautiful Asian lady, right? And the guy that was a little bit living vicariously through the other guy really liked Asian ladies. We were looking at him like, dude, can you just like the lady and have her just happen to be Asian? I mean, you starting to look like you have a fetish for Asian ladies and... You know, that's not fair to the lady. You know what I mean? If somebody just wanted to date me because I'm a black dude, I wouldn't date them if they were only dating me because I was a black dude. That's kind of a fetish thing. I don't want to be anybody's fetish unless it's a lady who's dating me because she likes me and also wants to do weird crap because then I'm into that. (laughs) I said too much. Back to the story. And he had a thing for Asian ladies with his sick ass. Over there just fantasizing about women just because of their ethnicity, you weird bastard. But he wouldn't, he's not the kind of guy that would actually try to make a move on his acquaintance's wife. He wouldn't do that. But he was a little bit, you could tell he was kind of living, just hanging around him because he had her. He couldn't have her, meaning the, the wife. He knew better than that, but it was just nice to be around. He was looking a little too long. He never got caught looking at her, but looking at her a little bit too long. And speaking of long, he was longing when he looked at her. I could tell he wanted a woman just like that, right? And he was living vicariously through the other guy, right? Whenever the other guy was talking about something that was not the wife, the other guy who was living vicariously through the other guy, eh, kind of half listened. 
But then when he started talking about vacation and how great his wife looked in the bikini, oh, all of a sudden, he really popped in, right? Well, the guy that was dating the beautiful Asian lady would put pictures up on Instagram. All of a sudden, he decided he like, 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 like. He liked the pictures, but he liked the pictures with, with, with just her in it. And occasionally, you could tell he only liked the picture with the husband in the picture also, so it wouldn't look suspicious. But it kind of looks suspicious when you like one picture with the husband and the wife and with the pictures, and you like 900 pictures of just the wife in the bikini. You ain't fooling nobody, punk. And he lived vicariously through that guy. Oh, in his mind, he was probably thinking, oh, if only I had a woman like that. Oh, that almost happened to me once, right? I saw a friend of mine, we worked in an office and there were two ladies in the office that was just absolutely, all the ladies were cuties, but there were two ladies that were absolutely stunning. I mean, they would stop traffic. They could stop air traffic. They could stop drug traffickers. I got to, I'm good to sell this drugs and good Lord, look at that woman in America. You know what I'm saying? They were that good looking. And a friend of mine started dating one of those ladies, right? And he was already a friend of mine, but I saw him with the lady and the whole time he's with the lady, I'm looking at him and I'm looking at her and I'm looking at him and I'm looking at her and I'm going, if that goofy looking bastard can get a woman like that, then I can get a woman like that. Yes, I was a teenage guy, maybe my early twenties, maybe it was last week. <laughs> Just kidding. It was in my twenties. And the whole time I'm watching him with the lady. Right. And as his relationship got sour, I started to get sad because I was living through him. He is like he was the kind of guy that looked kind of it was like the same level of looks as me. Not ugly, not handsome. We're both. All right. Right. We both max out at kind of cute, if you understand what I'm saying, right? So when I watched him with her, I had hope if he, a person who's just as semi-attractive as me, can get a woman of that beautifulness i too can get a woman of that beautifulness <laughs> and then when it fell apart it felt like i failed too he was my beacon of dating a dime light and the dumb bastard ruined it now i didn't have designs on the lady he was with i'm not that type of guy i didn't want her and fantasize about her i fantasized about being like him with a woman like her and he ruined it, that dumb bastard. I was living through him. Oh, that bastard. You ruined it. I was hoping you'd get married to her. Because if you're marrying her, I would be marrying future whoever the dime woman I'd be getting at some point. I would go, well, he got married and he's all right. And I'm all right. And he got her and she's woohoo and he's all right, not all right. And since he's all right, not all right. And he got woohoo. I'll also get a woman who's woohoo. And I was crushed. He called me up and he wanted to be to console him. And I was consoling him. And he didn't even realize I was literally consoling myself. Everything I said to him, I was saying to myself first about a woman I hadn't even met yet. And that according to this situation, I might not meet. That bastard messing it up. <laughs> oh. I was living through him. 
As it turns out, it wasn't really that big of a deal. I met plenty of hot women and dated them, but I didn't know that back then. <laughs> All I had to do was be myself. <laughs> I'm incredible. F y'all. Back to what I was saying. But sometimes when you live vicariously through another person, you kind of take it a little bit too far. And we have to make sure that what we do is be inspired by the people that we see. Look at them, grab a little bit of inspiration, just a little bit, sprinkle it on yourself and move on. The person I am now, when I see somebody who's dating a wonderful human being, a wonderful lady, a wonderful, beautiful, double delicious, quadruple delicious, incredible woman, I go, that guy's got a great lady there, and that's good for him. Him, not me. Him. In fact, my friend that was, all right, and I'm, all right, he also found other wonderful women to be in relationships with. But then I started noticing him looking at me because at this time I had been doing comedy. I had been on national television and at this time, this is like th uh, 30 years ago. So I had done national TV and a bunch of radio shows and stuff. And now all of a sudden my shows were selling real good. And I'm doing all these shows with these nice sized crowds. You know, I'm playing comedy clubs that have 400 seats in them and they're full. And after every show, every show, I come off that stage after doing my thing and it'd be, and every comedy club was full, right? And, you know, and there was a bunch of couples there, but there was also groups of women that would come like, girls night out, right? And there was always one or two of those ladies, haha, <laughs> just kidding, all of them, I'm cute, <laughs> F y'all, yes I am, would come up to me, hey, what's going on? They'd start this conversation and you can tell when someone's starting a conversation because they're starting a conversation or if they're starting a conversation hoping you'll ask them out and if you don't ask them out fast enough they'll ask you so I bet your wife is uh, really weird with you being out of the club and anything like that you know I'm telling you your wife must be I'm not married oh you're not married oh that's interesting I'm telling you boy I tell you boy you know, I just came back from the doctors and I had a blood test. You know, it's really weird having blood tests. You know what? I had a blood test. Oh, so you had a blood test and you're not married. I was just, well, that's interesting. Here's my phone number. We're going to have sex later. Okay, I'll take it. Ah, <laughs> uh, comedy's great. Well, now the guy I was living vicariously through is looking at me. He's in a happy relationship. He's happy with his wife. And his wife's a lovely lady. She's beautiful. Right? But now he's looking at me. We're the same age, roughly. Right? And he's seeing women hand me their phone numbers. Really cute women. Handing me their phone numbers. Blowing kisses and walking out. And looking at me as they're walking out the window. A couple of them walked into the wall. Which was hilarious. Right? And I'm just, alright. But now, all of a sudden, he sees the women handing me the phone numbers. Right? And then he's noticing after the show, instead of hanging out with the guys, I uh, <clears throat> had stuff to do. <laughs> right? And then the word got out that there was a couple of really, really lovely ladies at the time. Not not in the same time period. I'm not a hoe. But, you know, one for a while and then that didn't work out. And then one for another while and that, that didn't work out either. But it didn't matter because we got it on. <laughs> F y'all, don't judge me. And he goes, hey, man. Them ladies was giving you their phone numbers and everything, man. And how come whenever these ridiculously hot women give you their phone numbers and tell you you're cute and y'all hilarious, you all and all of that crap, you don't want to hang out with us? He asked that question, why the really, really, really hot woman had to be her phone number. 
And I chose to go with the hot woman and not hang out with those idiots. <laughs> Obviously, I did not live vicariously through that guy because of his intelligence, because that was a stupid question. <laughs> it's called sex. Moving on. But what I'm saying, folks, is the reason I'm having, the reason I'm talking about this is because we have to realize that we should not live vicariously through other people. What you need to do is, like I said, watch a person, see how they move. If there's something you can learn from the person, take the knowledge, use it, make yourself better. Yeah, but don't be jealous of other people. It's not good. It really isn't. I just want to say thank you for listening. It's great to be back. And I'll see you again next time. See you. All right, uh, the recording's over. Uh, listen, I just gave uh, my listeners all of that crap about not living vicariously. Uh, what I personally know damn well, all of these suckers live vicariously through me. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, to be this smart, this talented, this cute and incredible and have all of these babes want to get it on with me. Of course, these chumps are jealous of me. I don't blame them. You understand? I mean, I'm looking at myself right now and I got news for you. Uh, later on tonight, I'm going to have sex with me. I'm not even going to wait until that girl I was going to see come over. I'm going to have sex with myself four or five times before. Because I, first of all, she's only going to have sex with me twice. Because you can only handle all of this good, deep, good business twice. Because I'm incredible in the sack. You know, I'm so good. I had to get it on with myself five times. You know, because she, I nobody deserves to have me five times in the night but me. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying I'm just trying to. Why is this still recording? <sighs> This, okay, do me a favor, edit this part out. The last thing I want my wonderful audience to, to do is to hear uh, the real me. Uh, I mean, not the real me. Me, me of course, obviously joking. <clears throat> Stop the podcast. Stop the podcast. All right, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming back. I'm back, baby. New shows. That's what you're going to get. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Missed you too, my friends. Now. Maybe you've forgotten because it's been a while. I'm going to say goodbye the way I always say goodbye. I want you to say it with me. We're going to do it on the count of three. Are you ready? Of course you are. One, two, three. S. Anthony. Out. Go. Yeah.